Are you a narcissist or have you been with a narcissist? I'm about to get into it. And I'm also going to tell you guys some information on surviving a narcissist. I'm, this, this is what this episode is going to be called. Surviving a narcissist. Are you a narcissist or have you been with one? <laughs> Seriously, y'all. Honestly, y'all. I think that it's time to have this conversation because I feel like 85% of us, maybe 90, have been in relationships with narcissists. And you're probably like, what the hell is a narcissist? (laughs) Well, stay tuned for this episode. And we're about to get right into it. You guys are now listening to Real Time with Michelle After Dark, where we dig a little deep into some shit. (laughs) So I'm going to start off with the Google definition of a narcissist. Narcissistic personality disorder, also called as NPD, is a disorder which person which a person has inflated self sense sense of self importance narcissistic narcissistic personality disorder is found more commonly in men the cause is unknown but is likely involving a combination of genetic and environmental factors so dealing with a narcissistic person you may experience a person who is unemotional who has unemotional traits shall I say they may not be unemotional but they show unemotional traits (laughs) the disregard for others feelings an excessive need for admiration or social isolation let's get into it have you ever been with a person who every time you brought up your feelings they had to talk about how your feelings didn't matter, but theirs did. <laughs> they were a narcissist. Have you ever been with someone who told you that it doesn't matter if I do that to you, but if you do that to me, it's wrong? They were a narcissist. So many different characteristics, so many different things find me. Beho- fall behind a person being a narcissistic or having narcissistic personality disorder. One of several types of the personality disorder is pretty much a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance. They feel like they are more important than everything. They feel like their feelings matter more than yours, even when they hurt yours. (laughs) That's the crazy part. Even when they hurt your feelings, Their feelings are more important. So I'm going to get into me personally, Michelle, (laughs) surviving a narcissistic relationship. I survived. I got out of it. I progressed. I moved forward. I realized that that wasn't it for me. I realized that in the long run, even if I dealt with that behavior, even if I dealt with that situation at that point of time I knew me being Michelle I knew 
in the long run, that shit wasn't going to work out. Honestly, like seriously, I knew there's nobody in this world who can control me. There's nobody in this world who could tell me what and what I can and cannot do. Because at this point in time, I'm paying my own bills. <laughs> I'm grown enough to make decisions for myself. I'm grown enough to take care of myself. So what do I look like allowing a man who cannot do the same things for himself <laughs> try to control me? What do I look like? Crazy. And unfortunately, a lot of us women, and I'm not going to only make this about women, but a lot of us women have been in situations like this. And men, men, I will not leave you out. Y'all have also. I'm pretty sure there's a narcissistic woman that you've been with, but you're just not sure yet. Let me tell y'all more about narcissistic people. And their, their, their traits, the things that they do, how they try to control you. Let's get into that. Okay, so when you're dealing with somebody who has narcissistic personality disorder or they're just completely just a narcissist or they just have traits of a narcissist, you'll see so many different factors. You might see all of these factors, but you may just see one or you may see two and, you know, things are going to start to add up to you. You're going to realize like, hmm. Or you may even realize these things in yourself. Trust me, I realize myself. I may have certain traits, but I don't think that I'm a narcissist. I don't believe I am. I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist also. I did take my fair share of psychology and um, courses for that. But <laughs> I'm not a psychologist, so I can't say that you have narcissistic personality disorder. But I can tell you the traits that I've dealt with. I've seen these traits, I've done research on these traits, and I've learned about these traits. So it starts with one. I've definitely repeated some of these before, but when, you, when you're with someone or you're even in a relationship, you friendship, it's your parent, it's your brother, your sister, regardless, when this person has a disregard for others and their feelings, like you can tell them like what you did or what you said really hurt my feelings. And they can be like, I didn't hurt your feelings. But I'm telling you, what you did and what you said hurt my feelings. It made me feel some type of way. Well, I didn't hurt your feelings. Okay, but you're not listening to what I'm saying. Like, that is a narcissist. Like, those are the ones that you got to look out for because at the end of the day, they don't care about your feelings. Like, they don't. They simply don't. Your feelings do not matter. They may, you know, entertain your feelings. But in reality, they do not care about your feelings. They don't. And that's just that. They don't understand the effect that they have on other people, that the effect that their be their behavior has on other people. Like they don't they don't pay attention to that. They look at how they treat you like like I said, they'll say, Oh, I didn't hurt your feelings. Okay, you may think you didn't hurt my feelings, but I'm telling you how you made me feel. Now why are you telling me that my feelings that I, or I'm too dramatic or I need to calm down or, you know, stop dismissing what I'm telling you. I feel like also when you come down to it, they're manipulative. Like they will manipulate you to the extreme. They will control you in ways that you probably don't even realize they are controlling you. 
But at first, they don't start like that. Like I said, they start off nice and sweet and catering to all of your needs because they want to get you in that spot where they're like, I did this for you and I did that for you and I did that for you. And we got here because of that. Oh, so now it's time for you to do this for me because I said so and you need to do it now. That's how they are. They will manipulate you. Everything is on their time. Everything is on their motive. You are on the back burner. And then then they try to make you feel bad when you want to express like, yo, why did you do this? Or why didn't you? do that they try to make you feel bad like it's your fault like you're the problem like you're the one and now you're sitting here questioning yourself and not even questioning actually believing that you are the one who caused the problem no you are not you're dealing with a person who is now manipulating you and making you believe that you're the problem when in reality they are the problem they're the ones that need help They draw you in with all these promises like, oh, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do that for you. I'm going to do that for you. But in our, on, on the back end, you don't realize everything you need to do and how you need to fit every standard in their book before they can even fulfill any of those promises. Trust me, I've dealt with them. Oh, gosh. When you're dealing with other people in your life, one big thing that they're going to try to do is control other people control how other people access you they're gonna try and have every way to possibly control everything around you so that they know that when you're not in their in their possession like i said possession because that's how they think of you as but when you're not in their presence or their possession or whatever when you're not with them they want to make sure that they can still control you wherever you are (laughs) so they condition and control the people even around you they find ways to do that They have a really big need for admiration. (laughs) Sorry, y'all. I ain't gonna even edit that out. Because that's some real time with the shot right there. That was that too, too smoke. You heard me. (laughs) But as I was saying, back to the podcast, (laughs) they have a need for admiration. Like they exaggerate their accomplishments. You see them posting all over social media that they got this, they got that. They brag to you about how they got this. They got this new thing. They got that new thing. They doing better than you. You know, all this other stuff. You're never going to be on their level. All for validation. And most of the time, they're all lies. Like, half of that stuff doesn't even be real. Like, they're just lies. They're just trying to feed their ego by themselves. And then as them posting that, you see all the people feeding their ego right along. That's what they do. That's what they they want. That's what they thrill in. They're arrogant. Verbally abusive. Physically even sometimes abusive. I've dealt with so much verbal abuse in my life. I'm at the point where you got one time to verbally abuse me and I'm gone. And I'm gone. You cannot sit here and verbally abuse me. I've been through it. My skin is too thick for it. I just won't deal with it. 
I'm not going to sit here and deal with it. They dealing with the narcissist is hard. I'm going to tell you different ways. Um, I don't know. Whatever works for you. Whatever doesn't. I'm going to tell you how I tried. I definitely tried. I'm not even going to lie. I realized that I was in a relationship that was controlling. And I tried to please him. I tried to do everything that I could. And for some way, for some reason, something I did still pissed him off. Something I did still made him mad. Something still wasn't a problem and an issue. And at that point, I realized like, bro, I cannot please you. I cannot make you happy even if I get down on my knees and scrape your feet, massage them, kiss them, lick them, do whatever. Bow down to you. Nothing's going to change. Like, that's how you know. At that point, you're. it's just like, you know... You either accept it, if you accept it, it's going to drain you. You're going to be drained, regardless if you're dealing with a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, in a relationship, whoever, whatever, your parent, your, your sibling. If you let a narcissist in your life and you just accept them and you deal with it and you let them just treat you however, you don't set any boundaries, you don't speak up for yourself, you will be drained. You're probably going to drive yourself into a mental state. Because it will take you there. It literally will take you there. So, honestly, if they do it to other people, if they if they drain if they drain you, they're gonna drain somebody else. And if they drain somebody else, they're gonna drain you. They they're doing this. This is who they are. They're not gonna get with somebody else and be different <laughs> unless they get help. Honestly, like in reality. If you're deciding to stay and deal with the narcissist, take time for yourself. Take out, take your you days. If y'all have kids, I'm sorry. You got the kids today. I'm taking a me day because I need a me day dealing with you. <laughs> you need a me. You need a you day. You need a day to do whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy outside of that narcissist. Get those days. But on the other hand, if you are like other people... And you want to move on or you want to try to try to fix that person. You're going to speak up for yourself. You're going to speak up for your feelings. You're going to be specific and consistent on how you feel. Tell them exactly how you feel. Don't sugarcoat how you feel. But you've got to be prepared for them to, one, fight back with you. Two, tell you they don't really care. Three, flip it on you like you are the problem wait i'm pretty sure you're used to so at that point what you need to do is just move on <laughs> you just need to move on you need to realize that trust me there are plenty of fish in the sea trust me i realize i'm in a wonderful relationship right now i would hate to have to break up with my boyfriend because he cheated We've been together for so long. We've been in each other's lives since 2015. We've been dealing with each other. We've been in a relationship since 2017. There's so much to it. And I would literally hate to have to break up with my man if he cheated on me. But let me tell you something. I'm going to be a single chick. Yes, I'm going to be single. And I will find somebody else. And I know I will. I won't settle. Don't settle. Move on. If you realize that somebody is not fulfilling you, somebody's a narcissist and they're not fulfilling your needs in that way, move on. If they're being selfish, move on. Time for you to be selfish. It's your turn now. They had fun. My turn. You jump in. You be selfish. It's your turn. 
once it gets to the point of like name calling, calling out your name, insulting you, trying to put you down. Um, like I said, getting physical, getting physical. I really, I, I know that people are in physically abusive relationships and I pray for you all the time. Anyone who's in a physical, physically abusive relationship, there's times where I take time out of my prayer to just say one for you because I can't imagine being so afraid to leave, knowing that I need to leave, but being so afraid to leave. I pray that you all get the courage to walk away from something that's not serving you that purpose anymore. Physically hitting you, emotionally abusing you, verbally abusing you. All of that. That is nothing that serves your purpose because that doesn't help your mental at the end of the day. You need to be with somebody who's going to flourish and who's going to help you, who's going to push you, who's going to give you all your flowers. Not someone who's going to make your time here on earth a living hell. You're not here to live life for and with somebody else. You're not here to change anybody else. Let me get on to my stories. (laughs) Most narcissistic people are very charming. They're very, you know, fantastical. They're very flattering. They're very like, you know, that's the one I want. That's how they make you think. We're attracted to them because of their confidence that we see. But behind closed doors, I feel like we see that they're not as confident as we thought they, they were before we, you know, got to really know them. I feel like also they are, they have, they struggle. They struggle with insecurities. Um, And, you know, it's, I feel like it's different. I feel like it's different from insecurities like, you know, how most people have like, oh, I'm insecure about how I look or I'm insecure about this. I'm insecure about that, about my body or that, about my face, whatever. That's something normal. These people are insecure about fantasies in their head that, Someone may take you away from them. And honestly, I feel as though narcissistic personalities go deeper. They go a lot deeper than relationships. They go as deep as friendships. I, like I said, surviving a narcissist. I think I'm ready to tell my story. I'm ready to tell my story. So, I won't tell too much of my story because... Seven times out of ten, I'm pretty sure the person who I'm talking about is listening to this podcast right now. But I would say I would really say that there was somebody who I feel was a narcissist. They were controlling. They wanted to control me, but I had no way of controlling them. Like, even if I tried to control them, they would shut it down. They wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't give me the option to control them. They wouldn't allow me to control them. And once you're in a relationship with a narcissist and you feel as though, like, one, me as the Sagittarius, you cannot hold me down. You cannot control me. You cannot make me do anything I do not want to do. You cannot force me to do anything. There is there's no love in the world that can force the Sagittarius to do something they do not want to do. And I'm pretty sure if you're a Sagittarius and you're listening to this right now, you can agree. I can't speak for other signs because I'm not that other sign. But I can speak for a Sagittarius woman and for a Sagittarius person. There's no way of you controlling me. 
So I was in a relationship with someone who wanted to control me, but did not want me to have that control over them. They wanted to know my every move and where I was and, and what I was doing. But if I asked too many times, it was like, why are you clocking me? Why are you trying to act like my mom? And I'm like, but why are you trying to act like my dad? Like, what do you mean? If you're willing and, and wanting me to give you so much information about my whereabouts, what I'm doing, who I'm with, why can't you be willing to give me the same? That's not only a cheater, but that is a narcissist. That person could very well not even be cheating, very well not even be doing anything <clears throat> behind your back, but they have these tendencies where they need to be in control. They have these tendencies where no one else can be in control of their life. They have to have the say-so. They have to be in control of somebody else's life. Dealing with a freaking narcissist, your needs will never be fulfilled. Like, I'm telling you. (laughs) I'm telling you from experience. Like, there's going to be so many times where you're looking at your partner or looking to your partner to do certain things. And you're not even speaking of them. You're just, it's certain things may just be in your head. But I feel like your partner would expect those things from you. But you can't expect those things from your partner. And that comes down literally just to the smallest things of communication. Communication. Back to me surviving my narcissist story. I dealt with a person who... <clears throat> I'm going to say two people technically. Because I dealt with two narcissists. Uh, three narcissists. <laughs> That's crazy. I've dealt with three narcissists that I can think of off the top of my head. My first one was my first love. Granted, very difficult situation, but I was young, very young. I want to say this was like 2009. (laughs) Very young, very, very, very young. I made a lot of mistakes in that relationship, a lot of mistakes in that situation, but never to the point where it was like, you had to question my loyalty and how I cared about you. But in that relationship, I dealt with someone who played a lot of basketball. And when it came down to playing basketball, it came down to me not mattering. It came down to, oh, the only thing that matters is me. The only thing that matters is what I have going on. Long distance relationship led to, of course, this breaking up because I found out yo cheated, but that's a different story for a different podcast for a different topic but found out he cheated and at that point of him cheating I had to forgive him and I'm not saying I had to forgive him for me he made it seem like I had to forgive him so I went off mind you in this first relationship I was a virgin I did not have sex I may have did other things, but I did not have sex. And this particular ex at this time, because that's what he was, we broke up. Like, we broke up. You didn't, you cheated on me. We broke up. That's one thing I don't stand for. You're not about to cheat on me and think that our relationship's going to be the same. Never will it ever. I ride that wave so hard because I believe that 
anything that I would never do to you, you should never do to me. Anything that I have the respect to never do to you, you should never do to me. And if you do, there's nothing else for us to talk about. So at that point, I decided, okay, I was young still. So of course, I still wanted the the action of you being there and speaking to you and all those other things. But long story short, I went off and I lost my virginity. Crazy X found out, went ballistic, and I'm like, yo, you cheated on me. You, you stepped out and cheated on me. And you're mad because after we broke up, I lost my virginity to somebody else. Yeah, fuck yeah, I did. You know, like, what the hell? Excuse my language, but seriously, I did. Like, there was nothing, there was nothing for me. There was nothing left for me to entertain with him. You left me, you cheated on me, you decided another woman was better. So why is, why should I wait around for you? So let's move on to the second narcissistic relationship that I was in. I don't even know if I can call this a relationship. I was with a guy, probably my, I want to say like my sophomore towards senior year of high school. We, you know, we're talking on and off, nothing too serious. Lost my virginity to him. Um, We never really made it official, so I can't really say he ever cheated on me. That's That's one thing that was always sticky. But... We were deep enough in the situation for there to be a respect level, period. So I graduate high school after we do what we do. Graduate high school, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, goes down to him ending up being in a relationship with somebody else. And him using the fact that during the time of us, him taking my virginity... He thought that because he took my virginity and I was fresh out of a relationship, that was me. That was that was me cheating, technically. So he thought that it was cool to go off, get a her girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. They, he proposed to the girl. Wild story. My third narcissistic relationship. I go into college, and I'm pretty sure I've told y'all this story about the person that I really thought I was going to be with for the rest of my life, blah, 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 blah. Go to college. He had a situation. Of course, another long-distance pretty much relationship. He had a situation back at home in New Jersey where he lived. He was from New York, but lived in New Jersey. Had a situation back at home. Baby mother situation. I decided to kind of step in, be the girlfriend. Definitely was not looking to be no stepmother. I didn't have access to meet the child. The child was living in New Jersey. I never had access to meet the child, be with the child, anything. Nothing. Throughout our relationship, there was a bunch of, um, oh, yeah, we're not together, but we live together for the baby type thing. All of that. Of course, my dumb ass fell for that stupid ass excuse but I fell for it. I fell in love with this person, so I thought. Realized that I was in a relationship with somebody who, one, never really, I wouldn't say never really wanted a relationship with me because I feel like if a nigga doesn't want a relationship, if a man, period, does not want a relationship, he's not gonna, he's not gonna move forward. He's not gonna progress with you. 
And at that point, we were progressing. We were trying to move forward. He let his side situations and whatever he was going through affect our situation. It affected it. Slept with his baby mother. Got her pregnant again. Long story short, did it that. Because like I told y'all, I don't deal with no cheating. Like if a man cheats on me, I am leaving. I'm sorry. Now this is no shade to a woman who's dealt with the man who cheated. Because granted, I'm not going to say I'm done with it, but I went back. I went back. I went back to all three of these niggas multiple times. But never went back in the sense of thinking like, I'm going to be the one. Never. If I, if I wasn't the one the first time, I'm not going to be the one the second time. I'm not going to give you the chance to do what you did to be the first time a second time. So... I left it at what it was. I dibble-dabbled. We dibble-dabbled. We called it what it was. It was over. Blah, 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 blah. But long story short is dealing with three narcissists where they made it seem like in each situation where I was cheated on, each situation where I was lied to, each situation where I was never in the wrong, for some odd reason... I was always in the wrong. When you're in a relationship with a person who's a narcissist, you are always in the wrong. Even when they're in the wrong. Even when you believe that they did something wrong, (laughs) trust and believe. You're in the wrong in in their eyes. If you're in a narcissistic relationship, if any of the things that I said to you may even trigger anything in you to be like, oh, that's the dude that I'm dealing with. He gets mad when you don't communicate with him and he doesn't communicate with you. He gets mad when you do this, but he, you know, but, but when he does this, you can't get mad. You know, y'all know, you know, women and men, you both know. Or you're in a relationship with somebody who's taking advantage of you. Whether it's because of your feelings. Whether it's because of the length of the time that you've been together. Whether it's because of the amount of money you make. Regardless, you know when you're being taken advantage of. In each of those situations, I peeped that I was being taken advantage of for one reason or the other. And I realized that wasn't the situation for me. And granted, I did not have kids with none of these niggas. So that made it that made it a lot easier and at this point at this point on a lot of women are with men who are narcissists but you're with them because you have a child with them. I won't overstep my boundaries and speak on anything that I don't know, but I do know that if I'm with a man or I'm with a person regardless of who they are, what they are to me, if you don't have the respect to treat me how I treat you, Move on the same terms of how I move with you. Why are we together? What are we doing? What are we doing? Wasting time? Wasting time? Raising our kid in a home where there's really not really love. We're only loved or we only had love because of the child. No. No. That's not how you want to live your life. That's not the way you want to end your life. Because most women who are stuck in these situations, and like I said, I'm not just dedicating this to women. Most men who are stuck in these situations because there's women who's out here who's saying, oh, I'm going to kill myself or I'm going to put you on child support. I'm going to do this if you don't do that. There's many men who deal with it. 
many, plenty of men. So I'm not even making this gender basis. I'm just saying, period. If you're with somebody who has that grip or you feel as though they have some type of grip or control on you or you can't leave because you think they're going to take your child or you can't leave because you think that they're not going to be there for their child or whatever the case may be, realize that there's somebody who's in control of this altogether. Like, you may be comfortable in your situation right now, but five years from now, are you still going to be this, have that same comfortability? You know, I just sit here and I sit back and I think like, imagine and I imagine like what if I would have stayed in relationship number one with the dude who was tracking my phone but I could never know where he was crazy imagine how sick I would be right now imagine how sick I would be right now sick to my stomach probably sick completely because every time you leave the house I'm wondering what you doing where are you going I'm forgiving you for the last time that you messed up and hoping that you're not going to do it again. But in the back of my head and in, in, in your head, we know that that's what you're doing again. We know that you're doing the same damn thing that got us to the point where we're at right now. It's just... I feel as though narcissistic people... One... Yo, you can never win an argument with them. (laughs) Don't even waste your breath. Simply just tell them like, yo, I don't believe what you believe in. I don't believe that you, with the argument that you're saying, simply just say that and move on. Let it go. I've been there. I've done that. Arguing with a narcissist that doesn't get you anywhere. And like I said, me being a Sagittarius woman... Arguing with a narcissistic man. They like to blame everything on you. They like to point everything on you. They like to make it seem like it's your fault. You're feeling this way because you're too emotional. You're feeling this way because that's your feelings. And not because not them taking accountability for the actions. For their actions. Never. Never taking accountability for their actions. At some point, I feel like we've all been with and been in some type of situation or relationship where we dealt with somebody who was a narcissist and who had narcissistic personality disorder or narcissistic traits. If you still don't get a clear understanding of what the hell a narcissist is, Google it. Google it. I'm trying to tell you, so many different things will come up. And it will show you what you're dealing with. They'll cry. They'll show so many emotions. And I won't I was gonna say fake emotions, but I can't I can't call anybody emotions fake. If I'm calling your emotions fake, at, at the end of the day, I'm having a narcissistic personality because I can't tell you how something makes you feel. We cannot tell people how something makes them feel. Now, we can always say, I didn't interpret it that way. Or I didn't mean to interpret it that way. Or I didn't mean to say it that way. Or make it come across that way. We can always say that. We can always back up our actions. But once you act on an action, it's like, 
that person already sees that first impression or not even the first impression. That person already sees something in you that they, they know that's deep down in there. Last thing I want to hit you guys with is I looked up cheating with narcissists um, because I feel like it's important. I feel like it happens. I feel like most people who are like serial cheaters are narcissists. They make you believe like I'm not cheating because of you. I'm cheating because of me. It's not you. Blah, blah, blah. That that famous line. It's not me. It's you. Narcissist. They're trying to make you feel bad. Like, oh, it's not me. It's you. Okay. So it's something, you know, narcissist. Narcissistic behavior. People who do things and act in such erratic behaviors and such wrong behaviors and act out. Then try to come back to you and say, oh, well, I acted out because you made me or you did this. Why are we still talking about me? Why are we not talking about you? You are the one who acted out. You are the one who made those decisions. Why are we not talking about what made you make those decisions? It's n- it has nothing to do with you as a person when, it, when it's pointed towards the other, the other spouse or the other friend. I've dealt with a person who was a friend. I would consider, in my opinion, a good friend until things got rocky and turned left, of course. But when you're dealing with somebody who's like, oh, I'm sorry, I only spazzed out on you because of my own personal issues. Like, what? How old are we again? That's not an excuse for a re. Oh, can't get my words out. That's not an excuse. That's not a reason. For a grown adult to just completely spaz out on you because they have some problems that they're going through with themselves. So does everybody else. Do you see every single person in the world spazzing out on somebody because they have their own problems? Granted, there are a few who spaz out because they have their own problems, but majority of the world don't spaz out because they have own issues or they have problems. You're a narcissist. Get help. And I'm not even being funny. I'm being serious. Get help. If you feel as though you have any of these traits, get help. Because little do you know you're damaging another person. You're putting another person through something that they don't need to go through. You're putting yourself through something you don't need to go through. And I don't mean to bash our men because, like I said, I love our men. I love men. But a lot of men carry this narcissistic trait in these narcissistic personality disorders that they don't really recognize. And it's time to recognize that. Granted, that one meme that I saw or like word meme that I saw where it says a man can never handle what a, what he does to a woman if a woman does that to him. No. And if you can't handle what you do to another person, that's a trait of narcissistic behavior. If you feel as though you can't handle what another person, if what you're doing to another person, if they do it to you, then stop doing it. It's that simple. Stop not communicating. Stop treating a person like you know you don't love them. And and stop putting your hands on people who you, you claim you love. 
stop speaking badly and down to the people that we love? Why when we're in arguments, we're willing and we're aiming for hurt to the people that we're, we truly love? It doesn't make sense. It's narcissistic behaviors. And like I said, I'm pretty sure we all have some tendency or some behavior or some trait of a narcissistic personality. I'm pretty sure. But it comes down to, are you really a narcissist or not? Are you dealing with a narcissist? If you are like, if you are a narcissist, get help. Seek help on how to fix that and change those aspects of your life. To one, better yourself and better the people around you. Because you're not only hurting yourself, but you're hurting the people around you. You're hurting the relationships you're in. You're hurting the friends that you, you once had or the friendships that you once had. You're hurting that. And if you're dealing with a person who has these traits or personality traits, one, seek help for them. Or let them know, like, you know, as respectfully as possible, you have personality traits of a narcissistic person and let me tell you what a narcissistic person is and what you know what and lay it out for them let them know honestly if you don't like me you don't have to fool with me but you don't have to talk about me or treat me mean i don't have to treat you mean i just stay out of your way that's the way we work that one Hey guys, so welcome to Shell Talks. If you are new to Real Time with Michelle, what we do in Shell Talks is we just talk about either something that we spoke about in the podcast, something random, or I just drop some gems for you guys. So what I wanted to do just quickly is just talk about what I spoke about in the podcast. Um, Just briefly, not long, you know, y'all know me. I say not long and I end up keeping y'all fucking 35 minutes or whatever, but... <laughs> I'm not going to be long for show talks today, seriously, but I just wanted to speak on something that I spoke on in the podcast was you can either accept somebody or it'll drain you because you can't change them. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying, oh, just deal with it. But there are a lot of us men and women and, and like I said, in our friendships and families and all of that, where we see somebody and we're like, you know what, I'm going to just deal with it. No, you don't have to deal with anybody. That whole, oh, we're going to have to deal with family because they're blood. Granted, it's going to be very hard for you. Maybe, maybe not. When someone passes away and it's like, dang, like we wasn't even that close. Unfortunately, it's life. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's life. You can't think about how you did not please everybody in your life because once you die, you're going to sit here and realize how you tried to spend your whole life pleasing everybody else. No, please yourself. You cannot help and you cannot change people who does not, who, do, who don't want it. If they don't want to change, if they don't want help, if they don't want that, you got to realize it's time for you to wash your hands with them and move forward in your life so that you can spend the rest of your years. Life is short, y'all. Life is so short. It's too short to be spending our time trying to please somebody else no granted i know we all want love we all want that person to be grow old with some of us don't but most of us want that person to grow old with be in love with but if being single and 
being by yourself brings you more happiness being than being in a relationship and being drained or being in a friendship and being drained by somebody. It's not worth it. I'm telling you, it's not worth it. I know y'all know it's not worth it. Why do we still stick in and deal with it? It's because we're comfortable and we're scared of change and we're scared of that things are going to be different and things might not work out. And, oh, I don't want to. I say this all the time that like if me and my boyfriend break up, like I'm done dating because I don't want to learn nobody's favorite color again. I don't want to learn. But in reality, we are going to learn. We're going to find somebody else. We're going to flourish in life. You have to. But you won't if you stay in that situation, making trying to make somebody else happy or realizing, oh, wow, what are they going to do without me? I thought that for a really long time. Like, if I leave and every time I tried to leave, you told me that you wanted to harm yourself or life wasn't important anymore. And you tried to drive off a cliff and all of these things are true stories that happen in my life. Calls from the the police and calls from people who are at the hospital saying that this happened i'm not sure if these calls are real or not but this is what i'm being told that this person is in the hospital or this person is in a coma literally stories that i've been told in my life because i was realizing that it was time for me to walk away from somebody and when i look back at that i'm like that was so toxic that every time it was time for me to realize i didn't want to be with you anymore you made an excuse a medical excuse, a life-threatening excuse, some type of excuse, a family member passing away excuse to, to drag me back in, to manipulate me to stay, to be there for your support. When each and every time that I dragged in myself back to that relationship, I hated myself even more. I felt so good when I decided to walk away and completely walk away and not deal with it anymore. You can walk away like y'all don't have to stay with somebody who just because you've been there for so long or just because you have kids or just because, you know, they make you feel like this or just because they told you you're not going to find somebody else. You don't have to be there. You don't have to be there. You're going to find somebody else or you're just going to die miserable. And that's the honest truth. Nobody wants to die miserable. But most of most of us will because we're stuck in situations that we're thinking we can change somebody. So I'm going to leave you with that gem. Just as simple as that. You cannot change somebody. You can't change anybody. The only person you can change is yourself. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to my episode. We got a little real tonight. We got a little real tonight. <laughs> but I appreciate it. I love speaking with you guys. I love getting real. It's, this is what it's about. Real time with Nichelle. We're always going to talk about things that are real life. Because we're. I'm pretty sure either we are a narcissist or we are dealing with one or we have dealt with one or you may come in contact with one you might got a mom that's a narcissist or a dad or a grandpa or uncle or aunt or niece or nephew brother son mom daughter everything <laughs> i think i've said all of those already but y'all get my point like it's just things that we need to talk about more often i feel like So if you want to leave me a little comment on how you feel about the episode, please do. You always can leave me a voice message here on Anchor or you can message me on Instagram, comment under the post and let me know how you feel about the episode at Real Time with Nichelle on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening. Always rocking with me. I love you all. Have a wonderful day or night whenever you are listening to this. See ya.